You need people like me. Matthew Clark Kader! You need people like me so you can point your fucking fingers. I say that's the bad guy. Matthew Klein Cater. I'm a fucking lion. Ultimate entertainment competition. You want to say you're a fighter? Come find Cater's a pinnacle of excellence. I am the God. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Matthew Klein Cater podcast. This is your host. The one and only, the Versace wearing, got your girl staring. Hard body and overbearing, one of a kind, chiseled and outlined, the mastermind, the pinnacle of excellence with the right hand that's so damn venomous. The man you wanna be, the man your girl wants to see, the king, Matthew Klein Cater. Thank you for subscribing, thank you for downloading. So, as you can see, we've officially made it, baby. We are on iTunes. So, go subscribe. Give me a five-star rating. Leave me a comment. I'd appreciate that. Let's get this show big and better and keep fucking growing this thing. I'm doing this show for you motherfuckers. You dudes that are keep always supporting me on social media, sending me messages. I love all of you motherfuckers. Man, I got so many fans that have been following me for years. I love that. And one day I'm gonna fly all you motherfuckers to Vegas and we're gonna party. Oh, we're gonna go with a big ass group. We're gonna fucking party. So I love you guys. And you know what? I wanna give you guys that love back. I wanna give you the motivation. I wanna give you the inspiration. I wanna give you the true facts, just bring you behind the scenes into my life, tell you more about me, give you more stories about me, and bring guests on here, talk about all types of shit. We're gonna talk about everything, okay? We're gonna talk about like the aliens, like that I think the conspiracy that's gonna happen. I We're gonna talk about how to, uh, get girls. I'm going to show you how to fucking be a pimp, how to pull pussy. I'm going to give you all those type of, uh, all that information, guys. And I know I got my female fans on here. So we're going to, you know, like I said, there's going to be some shows for you, for the ladies. Some shows going to be more towards the guys. So, but at the end of the day, I'm going to be myself. I'm going to talk what's on my mind. Uh, and I'm going to do me. Like I always do. You guys know me. I don't do fucking political correctness. I say it how it is. If you don't fucking like it, then get get lost. It's that fucking simple. I'm always going to keep it real. Um, so last week, we did a show on vaccine. And if you didn't listen to it, I, I want you to go fucking listen to it. And don't tell me, eh, I'm not going to have kids anytime soon. I don't care. No. If you're a man or... If you're a woman, then you're going to have kids one day. You need to go listen to this podcast because there's a lot of vital information on podcasts that's a necessity for you to um, understand and learn because it's going to help you in making that decision one day if you want to vaccinate your child or not. Um, if some of you are planning on having kids or you have kids and you heard it, I hope that I did provide you that information and you know I hope you guys make the right decision on it as you know I said I'm against vaccines I don't believe and I think I made that clear but um, at the end of the day it's your decisions let me tell you what happened on June 25th a lion by himself came to a new territory and he came to take over that territory and that territory was Sacramento that territory was Team Beta Male. And you know what happened? These Betas came together. They were jackals. And they saw that lion. And they said, this lion's too strong. This guy is too much, too much for us to go one-on-one. -on -one. Let's get him like jackals do. Let's get, let's gang up on this lion. Because he can't take all of us on at the same time. That's the only way you pussies can beat me. And for you motherfuckers that are trying to corner me, listen to me. 
You think I'm fucking scared of you? I'll fuck you up. Be a fucking man. Don't come up behind me. Fucking bitch. You want to come up behind someone? Joke. Joke. Because you know what would happen if we went one-on-one. -on -one. I'd knock you the fuck out and make you look like a fool. You don't want no piece of me. Fucking pussy. This week we're going to discuss the fighter, the UFC champion, Cody Garbrandt, that I went to go fight almost three years ago. And it's very apropos to be talking about this right now because in three days it's going to be the anniversary of the date that I went to go fight him, uh, which was on June 25th. And you know what? First, let me say this, guys. Time goes by so fast. It does not feel like it was three years ago. It's unbelievable. And Duke's turning four in August. And I got my other son, Brock, is going to be born He's in August. He's due in August. And it's like, man, time is flying. So I want to tell you guys, I hope you guys are uh, grinding and working hard. But have that balance and enjoy life. Because time is moving super fast and we're, we're, how, with how we are with technology right now, I swear it's moving even faster. And, you know, I, today, you know, we had a great uh, weekend. It was uh, Father's Day yesterday. It was unbelievable Father's Day. So I was enjoying it with my family, with, with my wife and my son. We were in the pool and we did a barbecue. So, you know, and take... And, Take those moments in, you know, it's, it, it, it's very important. It's very important to do those little things. And, you know, I don't know where you guys are in your life specifically. If you have a, if you have a girlfriend or um, if you have a boyfriend for the girls that are listening. So, you know, spend time with your significant other. Spend time with your family, your moms and your dads. And, you know, for me, uh, Father's Day it's it's a lot better now because I'm a father but uh, it's tough because at one point it was really tough on me because my dad was gone you know my dad passed away and we'll talk about my dad in an episode uh, in the future but um, you know my dad passed away in uh, 2004 so uh, you know I miss him of course and it, it Father's Day is tough, but like it's different now because now I have my kids, so I am the dad now. So that feels good because now it's like okay, I'm the dad, and I'm uh, the now the day's about me. So um, so yeah, so it was good. We had a great weekend, and you know, glad to be back here with you guys on this Monday. So let's get into this podcast, guys. So we're going to get into everything. I'm going to basically, some of you may know this story, some of you may not, but I'm going to start from the beginning and explain everything. And I'm going to tell you why this beef started, why I wanted to, why we were going to fight, why the fight didn't happen, do I still want to fight him, do I hate him, what's my current feelings about this situation, and a whole lot more. So let's start from the very beginning, and let me tell you guys who Cody Garbrandt is, and if you guys don't know about the UFC, how the UFC works is like this. The UFC has uh, weight classes and that start from 125 pounds all the way up to 265 pounds and each weight class has a champion. Cody Garbrandt was a champion for the 135 pound weight class which is the bantam weight division and Cody Garbrandt was scheduled to fight another guy by the name of TJ Dillashaw and they were scheduled to fight in June I believe of 2017. And Cody Garbrandt, the, the champion at the time, pulled out of the, his fight with TJ Dillashaw due to a back injury. And um, during that time, so when he pulled out, TJ was ready to go. He, was, he wanted to fight. And, you know, well, you guys got to know this. When you're a fighter, like for the UFC, you get paid when you fight. If you don't get fight, you don't get paid. So TJ's, I want to get paid. They, they want to get paid. They want to get their championships. But at the end of the day, don't get it twisted, guys. He wants to get paid. That's how he makes a living. So he's out there 
He's on his Twitter. He's campaigning to get another fight. He wanted to fight uh, this guy who was, uh, his, his name is Mighty Mouse. He was a champion for 125 pounds. He was trying to fight him at the time. So he was out there trying to fight him. And then Cody Garbrandt's over there tweeting to him saying, why aren't you going to wait for me? You're a little bitch, blah, blah, blah. And Cody Garbrandt, why he's, why is he saying that to TJ? Because that was a big fight at the time, okay? So he wanted to preserve that fight. He was trying to salvage the fight to move it to a, another date. And he knew if TJ goes to fight someone else, that's going to fuck him because now he's going to have to fight another opponent, which the fight's not going to be as big, and he's not going to make as much money, okay? So I, I saw what was going on, and I'm just a fan of the sport, and as a fan of the sport, I tweeted out and expressed my opinion, and in 2017, we had freedom of speech online, and at that time, I had an active Twitter account, and we'll talk about that at the end of the podcast, what happened to my Twitter account, and how we don't have freedom of speech on social media anymore, but anyways, that's another, we'll talk about that at the end. So, I sent out a tweet to Cody, and I said, um... Why you run in your mouth when you pulled out of the fight? If he wants to get another fight, let him. Go heal up your back and shut the fuck up. Okay? And he responded back and he said, Who the fuck are you? Ha ha ha. You got bitch tits. Okay? So to me, first of all, that's just fucking hilarious to say I got bitch tits. Because they're called pecs. And that's probably my best body part, okay? And so I, I, I just thought that was hilarious. So obviously that's what he was envious about. But, um, and then so I responded back to him. I said, and I'll read the tweet verbatim. So again, May 24, 2017. I said, how are you going to run your little mouth off when you're the bitch backing out of the fight? Just be quiet, little man. Go heal your back up. And then I get him, I sent him another tweet. I said, you're a shameful little puss talking shit on Twitter. I'd smash your midget ass in person. You pull, up, pull out of a street fight with a back injury. So, so I, I, I said that to him. And I want you guys to also understand this. When a fighter pulls out of a fight, not just are now the fighters not making money, but the UFC is getting hurt as well because I'm going to pull back the curtain. So I want you guys to understand. So I'm going to educate you guys on the business side of the UFC. The UFC is the promoter. So the fighters, they go, they sign to fight, they get paid to fight. They have no risk. They get paid to show up and fight. The UFC has all the risk because they have to sp uh, spend the marketing dollars to market the fight. And they have to create a marketing campaign. So what does that mean? They go out with their camera crews. They create digital content. They buy billboard spaces. They do social media campaigns. They do flyers. They do all types of stuff. Okay, they do all. They spend a lot of money on promoting these fights. So when when the fighter pulls out, it hurts the UFC because they can't just say, oh, okay, well we'll wait till you get better. No, the show goes on because they have booked a a venue months in advance, and they have booked the main event, and they're spending dollars to promote this event. So he pulls out. Now they have to go find a new main event, and as an employer, if you pull out of a fight. I'm not going to trust you again, you know, in the future, putting in the main event. I mean, I'm going to have to because he's a champion, but it, I'm going to not want to be doing business with someone who's pulling out of fights all the time. One. Two, you have to think about this. There's fans, there's hardcore fans that book flights in advance and... They, they, they pay for their hotel rooms and they go to these events because they're fans 
of you know these specific fighters like a Cody Garbrandt for example and maybe has a hardcore fan go spends all this money and then he doesn't and then they get there and they realize okay this guy pulled out of the fight and now I'm stuck because I spent all this money and okay you know I guess I'm gonna have to go regardless now right but that he could lose a fan because of that so you got to think of these things yes he hurt his back and you could say oh he hurt his back though you know like you know he can't fight that's not true because I train 365 days a year I have injuries ankle injuries from years ago that still bother me if you're a fighter you fight no matter what that's how you get paid that's how you get paid so if he's not hungry he hurt his little back obviously he has money he doesn't give a fuck right he's not hungry if you're pulling out because if you're hungry you ain't pulling out of fights and that's the mentality you always have to have do you understand me guys i'm gonna we're gonna we're gonna touch this topic a lot in this podcast a hunger you gotta be hungry the dude wasn't hungry dude he has a ufc medical team the best Team, this is a billion dollar company. They have the best doctors in the world. They have the best medicine in the world. He could get a cortisone, cortisone shot. He could do all types of shots if he, shit he wants, if he wants to fight. He ain't hungry. He got money. I don't know how much he made in his fights. I don't know his salary. But obviously the champion, he has, he has endorsements. He's making money. So he said, I'm going to pull out of the fight. I don't want to fight. My back hurts. So he doesn't care about his fans. He's hurting his employer. Then he's talking shit to the guy that wants to go fight and make a living. So this is where why I was so disgusted with him. So I hope that's clear to you guys. And so after I sent him those tweets, I said, you're a shameful puss. And he said, uh, so I, my last tweet to him was, what a shameful little puss you are talking shit on Twitter. I'd smash your midget ass in person. You pull out, pull out of a street fight with a back injury. That was May 24th. On May 25th, he responded back to me, 6700 Folsom Boulevard, Sacramento, California. Come through. Let me know if you need me to book you a flight. And I tweeted back to him, yes, book me a flight. So I gave him... And you know, a couple hours, and he didn't reply back. And you guys know me, you're not gonna fucking talk shit to me, you're not gonna try to damage my reputation, damage my character. So, of course, what did, what did I do? What did Matthew Klein Cater do? Oh, I went to southwest.com, I looked for a flight, and I specifically looked for a flight 30 days out. Why 30 days out? Because I'm not a bitch. I want to give him plenty of time, let him heal up his back, be prepared, know when I'm coming because I don't do sneak attacks, I don't want to come out of nowhere and when he doesn't know when I'm coming, I want him to know when I'm coming and give him plenty of time to prepare for it. So that's what I did. I did book the flight exactly 30 days out. So it was May 25th when he tweeted me. June 25th, I booked the flight. I tweeted him on May 25th, and I said, okay, I said, I'll, I'll read the tweet verbatim. I told you, I told him, uh, I said, here you go, motherfucker. I called out your bluff. See you June 25th, you little bitch. You called out the wrong dude. I'm from the streets with a screenshot of my itinerary from southwest.com which showed that my flight was going to arrive in Sacramento at 10:40 a.m. Sorry guys, give me one second. Oh man, that shit is so good. Um I just had to take a sip of my Rock Hard Body Protein Shake and it's the new fruity pebbles flavor. Oh man, it, it's amazing. It tastes exactly like a bowl of fruity pebbles minus all the garbage 
sugar and processed crap in it and it's it's so good i'm obsessed with it and you, and you know i eat a lot of natural foods but sometimes when you know like when for example when i'm doing a podcast like this or if i don't have time it's a quick and efficient way of feeding my body that protein that i need and you gotta have a very high amount of protein per day so if you're if you weigh like let's just say you're 150 pounds you would need at least one gram of protein per pound so you would need a minimum of 150 grams of protein a day so it's very very important and it doesn't matter if you're out of shape in shape the the science never changes you gotta always do the you gotta always feed your body what it needs and it's not like oh you when you get to a point that you look really good you say okay i can stop now and start eating bullshit again no it never changes that's why i hate when people use the word diet it's not a diet it's a lifestyle so if you guys want to try rock hard body that's what i use it's the best protein head over to rockhardbody.com and that's rokhardbody.com so no c it's rokhardbody.com or go to vegasbodybuilding.com use the voucher code king k-i-n-g and you're gonna get 50 percent off your first order and if you need help choosing the right supplements, maybe you want to try some other supplements, you need help losing weight, there's a live chat on both sites. You can chat with a trainer there and they will help you get the right supplements that match your goals. And you will get my voucher code, which is going to give you 50% off. So again, that's rokhardbody.com or go to vegasbodybuilding.com. Use the voucher code KING, you'll get 50% off your first order. So after all this had happened where it was official, the tweet was sent out, I posted my flight information, this became a big story. It was all over. Every major sports media outlet was covering it, from Bleacher Report to uh, MMA Junkie, every big MMA site, and even it was a the top-rated sports article on Apple News. Because I remember one of my cousins texted me and said, I just got a fucking notification. It, he, he, was, uh, he had notifications for Apple News. And he's like, I got a notification. It said, bodybuilder's going to fight USC fighters. So I clicked on it. He goes, that's my fucking cousin. So he was like, you know, tripping out. So, uh, but yeah. So one thing I want you guys to know. There is never, ever in this history of the UFC has some guy who was not a UFC fighter call somebody out and make waves like that. Like He called me out. Okay, He called me out, I accepted, and it blew up. And never in history has someone like me flown... So someone not in the sport flown to, out to a fighter's gym to go fight him, and the fighter did not show up. It's never happened. First of all, no one's ever done that, just that part of it. That was history in itself. I wish the fight would have happened because it would have been even bigger. But let me play this clip so you guys can see all the lies and all the deceit and all the bullshit and l listen to the true hater here Cody Garbrandt on the Ariel Helwani MMA Hour so take a listen God is my witness I was not going to ask you about this but people keep asking me to ask you what is going on with this uh, bodybuilder guy who's trying to fight you what is is this a real thing what's happening here oh man I don't know that guy just trying to get some Twitter followers <laughs> but uh yeah the, uh
he proceeded to go make fight posters and try to sell a pay-per-view and tell him he's going to bring his uh, camera crew out here. That dude, that dude comes out here and he'll get fucked up one way or another. What's but, his beef? Uh, I'm not even entertaining it. Because he said some shit to me on Twitter and I replied back with him. He didn't like it. He got all butthurt. He's just a... Uh, he was a fat dude that lost a lot of weight, got on a bunch of steroids. Just really sensitive. That's what it is. But uh, yeah, and, you know, you know when you go on Southwest, he he did a Southwest ticket, screenshotted it. You know, and that dude knows anytime he can cancel Southwest with no penalties. Don't play yourself, dude. Uh-huh. All right, so, so that's comes- that's what that is, man. Everyone's acting tough on the internet. It's funny. Yeah, I love it, man. When you're at the top, there's more and more haters. So. Yeah, I see, I, see yeah you, I see you fending them off left and right on your Twitter, uh, but it seems... All right, guys, so that was Cody Garbrandt on the Ariel Helwani MMA Hour. Um, so, again, he's obs- talking about my chest. He's very obsessed with my pecs. Um, and, you know, he, again, there you go. He said he, he was going to buy my flight. What happened? What happened, Cody? Why didn't you buy the flight? Why didn't you buy the flight, tough guy? Because if I say that to someone and they say yes, I'm going to buy it and send it to them. And he also said Southwest Air flights are easily canceled. You can easily cancel them, right? So what did he have to lose? If you can, if, why didn't you buy my fight? If he wants to fight me, he's saying he, he offered to book my flight. He just said Southwest flights can be canceled. Why didn't he buy it? And then look. Let me tell you why he's saying that. When he's saying, "Oh, he bought he bought his uh, his Southwest flight and he, it could be canceled." Do you know why he's saying that? So he's trying to say, "I bought a flight and I wasn't gonna show up. I'm gonna cancel it." So that's his interpretation of it. So already he's doubting me. He's da- still doubting me. He doesn't think I'm gonna show up, right? Um, so that's that's what he why he said that, and uh, and then he's saying I'm acting tough, I'm acting tough because I gave you my opinion. How was that acting tough? And then he's saying I'm I'm a hater and I'm talking shit. Yeah, I'm talking shit. You're a bitch. I expressed myself. I called you out for being a bitch. You pulled out of a fucking fight. Why didn't you go fight? Why are you mad at him? Who who he's hungry. He wants to make money. He wants to put food on the table for his family. You're talking shit to someone. Who's a bitch? Me or you? You're a bitch. I can tell express my opinion. I call a spade a spade. So you know, this guy's a fucking clown. It's already fucking proven right here. Just by this interview, by the nonsense he's saying. If Southwest, if you can cancel a flight with Southwest with no penalties, and you think I'm going to cancel, why didn't you buy me the flight? So you can show everyone how tough you are. Because you're the internet tough guy, not me. You're the internet tough Yes, you go find the cage, but only if you fight with a, a prearranged uh, referee there and judges and all this bullshit. You don't want to fight me with no rules who's much bigger than you. And that was obvious with what happened in Sacramento. So, now this was, you know, uh, I believe that interview was on uh, June, let's see here. Oh, it was on May 31st or somewhere in that time frame. It was right after that that when I booked the fly. So, uh, so you know, I had uh, 30 days here to get ready, and we got ready. And I, I ended up changing my flight last minute to come one day early. And I ended up going one day early because I needed to meet with the production team because we were going to put it on internet pay-per-view. And as I was talking about earlier doing business, I wanted to monetize this because I'm spending money here. I'm spending on, you know, flights and hotel and, and I'm, I'm sacrificing my time, which is the most valuable thing, not just paying for flights and hotel. My time is valuable because now I'm not working. I'm not making money. I'm doing this nonsense. So I'm, I'm a, I need to make money off of this too. I need, I want to fuck this dude up and I want to make some fucking money. So I ended up going a day early. I didn't say anything on social media. I told him I'm coming June 25th. I am going to be there June 25th. I'm going to be there as a matter of fact, June 24th. But he's, he, 
as far as they know and he knows, I'm going to be there June 25th. I'm landing in Sacramento at 10.30 a.m. So when I got, I ended up getting there June 24th. We, we met with my production team. We're planning everything. And the day of the, uh, the event, of the fight, uh, we had an issue with streaming this thing on iPay-Per-View and I never done this before so I didn't know that you gotta have like a Wi-Fi capability for this and you can't just stream off a data plan so that kind of threw everything in flux so um, the morning of the fight it was Saturday June 25th I ended up having to cancel the whole production and I had to get a camera guy to come with me and just film what we could with the fucking cell phone. So that's what we ended up doing. So um, it was about uh, 11 a.m. We got everything ready. I said, all right, let's, you know, head over there. So as I'm all morning, so from like 9 a.m., I'm posting updates on Instagram, Snapchat, like, hey, we're getting ready. We'll be there soon be there about 12 o'clock or so and Cody Garbrandt's there at 9 a.m. posting videos on Instagram snap stories saying that he's waiting for me so yeah let me play this clip real quick let me play this clip this is this can all be found on uh on YouTube on my YouTube page I'm gonna have the link in uh in the description here so you guys can watch this stuff but here's cody garbrandt with his buddy at the gym you listen to these guys real quick i'm here at the gym rise ultimate fitness i don't see any shallow swallow king whatever you call him parking lots empty this guy's the ultimate clown he's a fool hey you think you went to the other gym It's on the way, yeah, huh? Kick it, it's Sunday, man. I know, man. Fuck it, let's go. We were here, though. So the biggest takeaway from that clip right there is that at the very end, he says, but we were here, though. So why would he say, we were here, though? Let me explain it to you. When he goes to the gym and he goes so early in the morning between 9 and 10 a.m. when he knew I wouldn't be there because my flight showed I'm arriving at 10.40 a.m. So why is he there so early? It's because he's saving face. He has to show his fans that he showed up and I'm not there. He's not talking about the facts of the flights, the time that I'm also on my social media posting when I'm going to be there. I wasn't staying quiet. What's up, motherfuckers? Guess what? Guess where I'm at? Guess where the fuck I'm at? What's up? Alright guys, I'm just finishing up, getting ready. If you guys want to see all the behind the scenes, you guys want to see what's going to happen today, go to my posting during that same exact time period that I'm on my way. I will be there at, uh, you know, in the afternoon between 12 and 1. So the communication was there. I've always been transparent. Everything was fluid. Everything was moving along. So for him to go there it just shows how much of a bitch he is and I know you guys don't want to believe it oh your beloved Cody Garbrandt he would never be a bitch right yes he's a champion why would he be scared of uh, of a bodybuilder guy who's never fought before because this ain't a UFC fight I'm not 135 pounds and I'm gonna fucking fight him in the street and I'm gonna bash his brains in and he didn't think in a million years that some dude's crazy enough to come fucking fight him he didn't think that that was gonna happen and it did and he didn't know what the fuck to do so he's he's trying to save face cause he knows his reputation is about to be destroyed because he knows he doesn't want to fucking fight Matthew Kleinkater. It's that fucking simple. The proof is all here. So, 
I go to his gym. I get there between 12 and 1, somewhere between that time frame. Just like I said I would. And I'm fucking there. And I'm looking, I'm waiting in the street. Because I'm, I'm, I'm ready. I'm thinking we're going to have a street fight, right? And I tweet, I'm like, yo, I'm here. And he doesn't respond, so I go inside. And he says, uh, I see the two little receptionist guys there. And they look, they're like petrified when I walk in. And this is, I got this video, guys. It's in the description here. This is a full video from my confrontation with him. I documented the whole thing. So this is about an hour long. You guys can see all of this if you have not seen it yet. So you'll see the, these receptionist guys. And a guy's like terrified when I walk in. And the other guy, he's like grabs his phone and he's like, he's texting, you know, and he looks, just the look on his face is like, a, you know, he just has, he's very concerned right now. And later on, I didn't know this at the time, but later on, I think he was texting him to hide in the closet somewhere in, the, in their little piece of shit gym that's not even a fucking gym. It was like a retail store that they turned into a gym. It was the biggest piece of shit I've ever seen. But I, I believe he was hiding in there, or he was with Day, because Day is going to come into play later on here. So I don't know what where he was, if he came later, if he was hiding, or what happened. But um, So anyway, so uh, he, he I asked him, like, yo, where's Cody Garbrandt? And he said, oh, uh, they're, uh, hold on. And then he, that's when he was texting, and then he goes, yeah, so they're coming. They're coming. So we're getting the they. They are coming. Why are they coming? Ask yourself that. Because did Matthew Klein Cater come with they? Or did Matthew Klein Cater come alone? Why is he coming with people? There's more, there's the proof. Why is he coming? He should have said Cody is coming. Cody is coming. Cody wasn't coming alone. That's for damn sure. Because he came with they. They are coming. Okay, cool. I don't think of anything at the moment. I don't really give a fuck. So I'm and I'm walk. I'm you know begin to walk back outside. And he goes, "Oh, you can wait in here." I'm like, "Okay." So I sit down. I'm on Instagram Live talking to you guys and people on there. And um, you know, uh, probably 10, 15 minutes later, some janitor guy comes in there. He's talking nonsense. Oh, you don't want to fight. This and I'm like, dude, I'm here. What do you mean I don't want to fight? Now nah, I still don't want to fight. I'm here sitting in your gym. I'm like, all right, dude, whatever. So I'm like, all right, I'm like, I'm gonna go outside, wait outside. Then I go outside, some dude, I don't know if he's from their gym, sitting in his car talking shit. And I'm just looking at him. If you want to do something, come do it. I'm not a little bitch to talk. I'm done with the talking. I, you know, I don't like, I don't talk. I don't talk, period. Even on Twitter, I wasn't talking. He called me out. I got the plane ticket. I said, see you in 30 days. So now I got dudes talking over here. If you want to do something, come do it. Let's see what happens. And of course, nothing. they don't want to do nothing, just talking. So I'm walking back to my car. Again, now I'm on Instagram Live and Instagram Stories. And I'm saying, where the fuck you at? Posting his, po tweeting him on Twitter. Here again, more lies more lies he tweets me and says i left my number at the front desk he cody garbrandt tweets me this i left my number at the front desk so he's basically saying his number's at the front desk and i can go get his number and call him to communicate with him on when he's gonna be there so then i go back in there ask the dude for the his phone number and he says oh uh he's gonna call you or whatever what are you talking? He doesn't even have my number. He's tweeting to me that he left me, he left his number at the front. Why would you leave your number at the front desk for the gym you train at? They should have your number. What do you mean you left mine? It is all bullshit. You know, it's all nonsense. I'm like, all right, dude. So I'm like getting, you know, 
like dude this ain't gonna happen so I'm at just outside back at the car and like I said back on Instagram snapchat posting shit and little out I don't know probably been out here for about 35 40 minutes out of nowhere and so we're standing behind the gym like the building of this their gym and it's a one-way street and out of nowhere this car pulls up behind us and another dude's walking towards me so the same dude that probably was talking shit to me from his car coming up from one side the other the dude that's in the car that pulled up behind us he's coming out from that side and I don't it was like so quick so I don't know like I'm I'm not thinking at this point like I wouldn't think like their gym people would be trying to sneak attack me you know so like because what kind of fighters would be trying to sneak up on someone like that so that's I'm not even thinking that. I'm thinking is this a gang what's going on am I trying, trying to rob us and I'm in a shitty fucking city guys like Sacramento oh my god so nasty and dirty so I'm like dude I don't know what to think so I just jump in the car get the fuck out out of here so then I'm, I'm like what the fuck and then i realized i'm on, on instagram and there are people are putting in the thing go to the gym go i'm like go to the gym and then they're like yeah he's at the gym oh and then i started putting two and two together like, oh these motherfuckers just try to jump me right now so i'm like fucking livid at this point so i'm on instagram and i'm going off i'm like you guys want to play dirty I'll fuck you. I'll fucking kill you. You know what I'm saying? And I didn't even realize when people are saying he's at the gym. I'm like, what do you mean he's at the gym? But I thought just these dudes are like trying to get me and maybe I don't know what's going on at in this moment. But like I said, I figured out that these guys were from the gym. That's all I knew. But I did not know Cody Garbrandt was he came to the gym at the same time as these dudes came at me. I didn't know that at the moment until later on I, I realized that so the plan was this remember when i went out of the the gym and he says they are coming that was they so they was cody and his buddies his buddies came at me to corner me in the parking lot i don't know what their plan was. what are they going to try to jump me and then he was in the gym so they came together or he was hiding and he came out while they came at me to try to get me and then so he was waiting to now try to make it look like now I don't want to fight and nobody knew that his buddies were he sent his buddies after me at the same moment as he's inside the gym and he went live on Instagram that he's waiting for me and then all they're seeing is me leaving so it's just a perfect, you know, a plan, but it's all been exposed now. You know what I'm saying? And this is a fucking facts, rock solid facts. Because if he was a real man, if, this, if let's say I'm him, I'm in his shoes and, the, and, you know, some guy's talking and he wants to come fight me, I would have been at that gym from 10 a.m., you wouldn't have to be there at 10 a.m. Because I said I'll be there between 12 and 1. Be there at 12 o'clock. If I'm Cody Garner, I would have been at that gym at 12 o'clock. And I wouldn't leave until June 25th was over. So I would have been there from 12. If he, the dude tells me he's going to be there at 12, I'll say, I'm going to be there at 12. And I'll stay here till fucking midnight. Until the next day, and, if, and I'm gonna sit in this chair. Your bitch ass better show up. If the, if he wants to fight me, that's what a real man would do. He'll be sitting there by himself, and he'll say, "I'll be fucking waiting for you right here." He never did that because he never wanted to fight me. It was just a plot to save face. He from the beginning. Remember when he was on Ariel Helwani saying. You know, you can cancel Southwest with no penalties. He's keep doubting me. He's doubting me from then. He doubted me when he sent the tweet. He just didn't ever think that I would show up. 
And I did. And then he was trying to save face because now he looks like a coward for not fighting me. So the fight, you know, it, it, I left after that. I didn't know he was there. I was pissed. I, as, as soon as I left, I went back to the airport, I mean, to my uh, hotel, get my stuff. And I was like, I'm out of here. This is a waste of time. And that's it. Because like I said, there was no communication from his side that he wants to fight. And then these guys are trying to get me in the street. I'm like, all right, well, this is getting... This is getting pretty dirty now. And um, it sucks because I put a lot of effort into making that happen. And I do, I, I, I'll say this, okay. Remember when I told you guys in the beginning of the podcast, I said, in life, you gotta be hungry, okay? So when Cody Garbrandt pulled out of his fight, he wasn't hungry, remember? He wasn't hungry. He didn't want to fight because he had his, his back hurt. But if your back hurts and you got a family, or you know, let's say you don't have a family, your back hurts, you need to you know pay your rent, right? You need to put food on the table. If it's for you, your family, whatever is the case, you're gonna fight. So that was the that was the thing. He had money. He was comfortable. He's not hungry. T.J. Dillashaw was hungry. Matthew Klein Cater is hungry. That's why Matthew Klein Cater went to go fucking fight him. So at the end of the day. I'll prove to you even more of what a mental midget he was. So, our fight didn't come to fruition. He ended up fighting in November of that same year. He got knocked the fuck out by TJ Dillashaw. So they ended up fighting. That's what happens when you're not hungry. So you waited all those months. And you got, still you got knocked the fuck out. Then he fought him again. He got knocked the fuck out. Then he got knocked the fuck out in his third fight. So what happened after Matthew Klein-Cater? Because he knows deep down, this is, all the facts are here. And he knows the facts. He knows he's a bitch. He knows all of this. He knows. That's why he lost three fights in a row. Because his mental game is weak. He's mentally weak. Because you can just go fight in a cage. That doesn't make you a tough guy. You're mentally weak. I'll kill that guy mentally all day. And the fight will be easy. And just recently, on June 6th, he won his fight by knockout. So, Cody, I'll tell you this. Congratulations. I'm happy for you, man. Um, I'm, I'm glad you're back on the winning streak. It looks like you're working on your mental game. And, um, and know this. I want you to succeed, buddy. If you're listening to this, I want you to succeed. I don't want, I don't, I don't you know, have fun to see you get knocked out. I would like to knock you out. Until that day happens, I hope you keep winning. And I hope you know that this situation with me and you, it ain't over till I see you and I'll see you some point, someday our cross, our paths will cross. Don't you ever forget that. That will 100% happen. I live in Vegas. You're in my stomping grounds all the time. You, you fight for the UFC all the time. You come to events all the time. Our paths will cross, my friend. And I will. Just like you've been exposed all the way through this, you will get exposed in person when I fucking knock you out. I will knock you out. You better believe that this is not over 
till we get face with I'm not chasing you. I'm not doing that. I'm not saying anything about you. But you know this, player. What you did was dirty. And we're going to see each other. And I'm looking forward to it. And when that day comes, it's going to come. I'm not looking for you. I just know we're going to our cross will our paths will cross. So that was the story, guys. I mean, that's what happened. It, the fight didn't happen, unfortunately. And um, I still, as you can see, I, I still want to fight the dude. Um, but I'm not chasing it. If it, it, It's going to happen at some point. I know it will. We just know too many people in the same circle. Um, I was friends with his manager, who's still his manager, Ali Abdelaziz. He used to run World Series of Fighting here in Vegas. I went to a couple of the shows. Me and him hung out a couple times. We went out. We gambled, played blackjack. and He was a cool dude. And I don't know. I've been talking to him. He was upset when I went at Cody. And he's a bitch too now because he was defending... Uh, Cody over me because he makes money off Cody and not me so you know our, I guess our friendships um, the value of our friendship doesn't mean anything when business comes into play but business is business for me business is business friendship is friendship so he's bringing our friendship into the business realm which there's no grounds for that so He's bringing, you know, that just shows his emotions. Why are you getting emotional? So I didn't say anything negative about him at the time. Now I'm going to say he's a bitch. He's a bitch. He's fake. Because that doesn't make sense. I even apologized. Like, yo, if I did something that affected you in a business perspective, I don't know how I could affect him in a business perspective. There was, that wouldn't even make sense. But I still, I was just being nice. And I apologized to him. And. You know, he didn't, I, you know, he was mad, so fuck him. So fuck you, Ali, if you listen. Fuck you, bro. You're a bitch. So, but yeah, guys, so that was it. Um, that was my uh, feud with Cody Garbrandt. That was how it started, how it ended, and my current feelings on the situation today. So I hope you guys enjoy the podcast and I'm looking really forward to next week guys. We're going to talk about something really fun. We're going to go behind the scenes of a Matthew Klein Cater Vegas trip on what I do when I go party in Vegas. And this specific Vegas trip is like my hangover movie experience, something unbelievable that I don't even know if you guys are going to believe it. It's so unbelievable, but it's 100% the truth. Um, before I moved to Vegas, I lived in Orange County, California, and I would do Vegas trips frequently. I would come out here all the time and party. And now that I'm living here and have a family, it doesn't happen as often as I would like, unfortunately. But um, I used to go hard as fuck, party like an animal. So I want to tell you guys how our trips would go from driving from California to Vegas, how we would hit the nightclubs, the strip clubs, how I almost married a stripper that I just met at a strip club. Um, it's a crazy story. There's a lot of uh, crazy things that happen. So I can't wait to talk about that next week. Um, and yeah, so I will see you guys next Monday uh, for now. Take care. Have a Excellent. good week, guys. Get it? Be positive, work hard, let's go! The King's out.